It's time, it's time, it's time for the podcast, for the podcast. Um, new intro song? Maybe. We'll, we'll see what 2023 <laughs> brings us. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to With Peace and Love. I am your host, McCall, your bestie, your friend, your health coach, pretty much anything you want me to be. I'm literally that girl. <laughs> I was just thinking when I was writing out the episode, kind of like notes for today, I was like, when was the last time I ever recorded it? It feels like it's been weeks when it was literally last week. And I think it's maybe because I recorded with my sister on a Monday. And so that just extra day just really just threw me off. But who cares? We're here. Happy Wednesday, guys. I hope that your Wednesday, whenever you're listening to this, it was Thursday. Cool. Happy Thursday, Friday, Friday. Um, but I hope that your day is going really well and I'm excited to be back with you guys. This week's episode, we're going to chat about goals versus resolutions. With New Year's coming up, we we all know that a lot of us like to set New Year's resolutions and I just really wanted to deep dive into kind of the difference between the two and how both can be really helpful, but being intentional is going to be the most helpful of all. So we'll get into that in a minute, but let's get into the weekly check-in. First of all, Christmas just passed. We're only a couple days away from the new year, which means most importantly, that means we're only even a couple more days away from my freaking birthday. Next week's episode of the podcast will literally hit on my birthday. And that's the best birthday present I could give myself, I guess. (laughs) But Christmas was great. I made gluten-free crinkle cookies that actually turned out to be amazing. And making gluten-free cookies is really not my thing. Like, eh, making gluten-free sweets, I'm like, pass, pass, because they taste like sand. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. If you're going to make a New Year's resolution, make one to figure out how to make gluten-free cookies taste like a regular Toll House cookie. Please, please do. So Christmas passed and don't know how that freaking happened. But honestly, this is what I really want to talk about. I realized a few things this week. I spent my time over the weekend when I was on vacation mode from my wedding job. I put like, this was the most adult thing I've ever done. I put my email on vacation mode. So it sent anybody that was emailing me like, I literally was like, hey, I'm on vacation. I think it said vacation mode on in the subject line, which I was like, is this okay to write? And I was like, whatever. Like, it's it's funny, you know? And I'm literally, vacation mode t- was turned on on Friday, turned it off today, busted my butt, and that's why recording it at 8 p.m. at night. So if I yawn at some point, that would be why, and I'm so sorry. But anyways, I spent my vacation mode time watching White Lotus on HBO Max. It, if you don't have HBO Max... I would give you my login, but I've already maxed out how many people I can give my login to. So you need to find somebody in your group chat and be like, hey, can I have your login? Because HBO Max is where it's at. The movie's on there, chef's kiss. The show's on there, chef's kiss. I'm watching White Lotus. And here's the thing. I feel like I can talk about it in depth because season two is out. Like, I'm not spoiling it. Like, I'm not. You can, you know, skip this for two minutes. Anyways, the beginning starts off with this man who's on his honeymoon flying back home and he's in an airport and this like really like nosy couple's like where's your wife and like what happened on vacation he's like oh there's a body going on the plane and so your thought is like oh my gosh his wife because she's nowhere to be found must be the body like what the heck happened like is he a terrible person like what the heck and as it unfolds I can like pretty much quickly decipher that that's like too easy 
of like a guest like it can't be like his wife died or was like killed on this on the honeymoon at the white lotus because it's like that's too obvious and as the show goes on it just becomes i mean you kind of start ruling out different things but it it kind of is ominous i think that's the word where it's like you're like wait you really don't know exactly what the writers have in store for what's coming next but all that to say i give it a set of seven out of ten because i very quickly figured out like okay the beginning part that's like and then we like flash back to what's happened at the hotel isn't what i you originally think happened right and so like because of that like when things when i'm not on the edge of my seat for the whole entire show whole entire movie i have to give it a lower rating like if i at the last second couldn't figure out what was going to happen it'd be like a 9 out of 10 almost a 10 out of 10 speed racers 10 out of 10 pride and prejudice 10 out of 10 everything else is like a 9 out of 10 but when i like can kind of piece things together I'm like, mm, okay, but it was it was still a fun ride. It's still, the scenery is really beautiful, and I'm about to start White Lotus season two, so if anyone wants to have a little watch party with me, let your girl know. My second thing that I realized this week is Ikea is S-tier, superior, and I think Target might just be like an A-lister. Like, I used to, I think Target's still, it's very high up there. Like, there's really no other store that I'd put in an A, but like, went to Ikea with my friend Paula last night right before closing, which was a positive thing and a negative thing because the more time that I spend in Ikea, the more I'm like, I need that. And then I'm like, no, I don't. And then I'm like, yes, I do. I put it in that yellow Ikea bag and I'm like, I'm getting these 12 plants that I do not need and I have no room for in my room. But we had like 30 minutes before closing. And so then we were like, we just have to go to like the departments, the sections that have what we want because we don't have time to mess around. And it was great, but then it was also like, you're just grabbing stuff because you're like, this is super cute. This is cute. And they just have so much stuff and it's not expensive. It's so cute. It's all, the colors are beautiful. The styles of stuff is beautiful. It's very minimal, which is my, like, you know, style, my persona basically. And I'm like, I need to come to Ikea more. I'm going to stop spending my time at Target and I'm going to Ikea once a week. So if you guys need me, you can find me at Ikea going around in the sections, laying in the beds, hiding in the cabinets, doing all the things. Just, I'm at Ikea if you need me, but that's what I realized this week is that Ikea's S tier, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I think that you guys have heard enough about my weekly check-in, and I hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast, by the way. I just want to say that really quick before I forget at the end, and if you are, please share it, give it a five-star review, give it a review, write something fun if you want wherever you listen to your podcast. That would be so, 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 so wonderful if I could get more five-star reviews. I just love to see them, so Anyways, thank you for your support so far, but let's get into talking about goals versus resolutions. So I really want to, I'm really glad that I timed it like this because I was worried that I was going to talk about it after the new year, but I'm talking about it before. So it works out great. And that's why you have to plan things out, right? But I really want to stress that like neither of these options are like the option to go with. In life, everybody is different. We call it bio-individuality in health coaching school. And it really is just the belief that everybody is different. What works for you doesn't work for me. You being vegan may not work for me. Me being pescatarian may not work for you. Running is something that I'm passionate about. A lot of people are not passionate about running. And so that's what they teach us in health coaching school, which is literally one of 
my favorite things that I learned there because it helped me just widen my understanding of why like you need to hear people out and be actively listening to what works for them they're not going to be like I'm vegan I'm vegan I'm vegan and then you're like I really think that we should add more like beef to your it's like you're not listening to them that doesn't work for them and that's not something that they want but I'm not in this episode I'm not saying like goals are s tier I'm not saying resolutions are s tier but I just want to talk about the differences of the two as we go into the new year because a lot of people are going to start making new year's resolutions and I think it's important to talk about why a lot of times those do fail that's just the truth of them and I'll give you some stats I did some research for you guys you welcome um and I always try to because I think it's really important to have you know not just what I have to say but what other people have to say about different topics because it's good to hear different perspectives for sure but I think New Year's resolutions can work for some people. I've seen lots of people that were like, I made a New Year's resolution to do this and do that. And by the end of the year, they're like, I did it. I'm amazing. And a lot of people fail. And a lot of people set goals. And I think that might be daunting. And they fail. And so I just wanted to chat about just the two because I want you to be successful if you're setting goals for the new year or if you're setting resolutions for the new year. I want you to be successful. I want you to reach your goals and I want you to be able to stick to your resolutions. And so I wanted to chat about it on this week's episode. So let me just really quickly talk about when I was younger, I did New Year's resolutions probably until I was about 19 or 20. And I think I just like when I was like in my early, ew, ew, my early, okay, not ew, but like what? My early 20s, I kind of just was all over the place. Like I was in Bible college and I was doing this and I was like, I can't set goals because I literally don't even know what I want to do in this very moment. Like I can't even make a decision right now. And me having resolution or goals is just crazy because I know I'm going to change my mind. Like I know that I'm going to. Like one week I had red hair and then before I left for Bible college, I had like black witch coven hair. (laughs) And I knew that it wasn't useful to me. So I just didn't. I just did things. Like I was like, if I want to work out, work out. And if I want to eat healthy, eat healthy, which was kind of nice because for so long when I was a teenager, for some weird reason, nobody told me to do this. I maybe read it somewhere in a magazine, but I really didn't grow up reading magazines. So like, I don't know where I got this idea, but I was like obsessed with having these goals and these resolutions at the beginning of the year and then completely failing. Like I'd always be like, I'm not going to eat fries for a whole month. And then I'm like, the next day I'm like, literally January 2nd, I'm like, I really want fries. And it's like, I'm going straight to McDonald's to get fries. And then you're just like, I've fallen off the wagon. And like, you're like, I don't even want to try again, kind of. And so I am really glad that like, I just randomly for whatever reason at a younger age was like, I don't want to do this anymore, because it's not helpful to me. But goals worked for me. And I've said this a 1000 times, but having something to keep me accountable to my goals my apple watch was the most helpful thing that has ever helped me in my health and wellness journey because i could literally see improvement daily you know what i'm saying like it tells you like how many times you're standing up a day it's telling you how much exercise you've been getting and how many active calories you're burning and like that is huge because it's like i can actually see what i'm doing versus being like okay i went on a 30 minute walk and then two days later i'm like what did i do two days ago and it's like i can actually look back on the progress of what i've done and where I used to be and where I am now. And it's a very fulfilling feeling. Um, but that's just my past with 
resolutions and stuff like that and again everyone's different so I did a little breakdown of goals versus resolutions for you guys and I'm going to start with resolutions I wrote down the definitions for both I wrote down kind of just some facts about both and then we'll kind of chat through it just like like us having little health coaching sessions so here we go resolutions by definition is a firm decision to do or not do something and I feel like that's the daunting part like obviously I don't feel like everybody like is like oh this is the definition in my mind and like this is what I'm doing you know based on that definition but I think a lot of us have a pretty good understanding of like the words that we use and the things that we say and so resolutions are very heavy because in the beginning they're really easy to write out a resolution is is kind of vague right and it has such a wide range like you can be like I'm going vegan that's really vague because it's like what's the breakdown of that are you doing that immediately are you doing that kind of over time like it's really difficult to go cold turkey (laughs) if you've been eating cold turkey for a long time you know what I'm saying it's really difficult to just stop doing something that you've been doing for a long time and you don't notice how difficult it is until you have to stop Cause it's like, oh, I'm not going to be on my, on Instagram anymore. And it's like a hard stop to not opening an app every day is difficult. It can 1000% be done, right? We all have willpower, but it's hard because your, your body is kind of used to like certain things. It's used to going to the fridge and finding a certain food and your stomach's used to eating that and processing that food. And your mind is used to seeing something on a screen at a certain part of the day. And it kind of just fits into this like rhythm of your life. And so upsetting that rhythm and kind of like reworking it, it is difficult on your body. It's difficult on your mental health because you're like, your body's like, wait a minute, we aren't doing something that we normally do. And it doesn't necessarily know exactly your thought process. You know what I'm saying? It's just reacting to your thoughts. But like your heart is not like, I don't know why we're going on this random run because you decided you want to run every single day um for 30 minutes your heart's like wait like we didn't do this before and now we do this and so I think that's resolutions are it's they're hard because it's such a firm decision it's such a hard stop or start and I think that's why a lot of people tend to fall off because they didn't have time to really break down what the resolution really means to them You know what I'm saying? So when I was doing a little bit of research and it was saying that 80% of people that set New Year's resolutions fail. And that's really no surprise. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, a lot of us like start out super strong the first couple weeks. Okay, the first month of January. And then you're just like... I'm bored of doing this. Like, this isn't what I'm used to. I want to go back to how things were. We all want to go back to our toxic exes. We all do. But it's like, I saw this quote today. I don't have a toxic ex, so I don't know why I said that. But a lot of us want to. And one of them said, don't go back to toxic people because you wouldn't drink poison just because you were thirsty. Like, I was like, ding, 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 duh. But I feel like a lot of us don't realize like the severity of going back to things that have a negative impact on our life we're just kind of like I want to go back to it and I'm doing it and you're just like okay and then you realize afterwards like this was not a great decision and I think that's why a lot of resolutions can fail 
because we just want to go back to what's comfortable and we don't really have a lot of, I don't think there's a lot of wiggle room with resolutions because it's like I said, it's a hard stop. It's a hard start. And so there's no like working up to it. There's no working down. You're just like, okay, this is like what I'm doing. And so it's difficult. Personally though, I think resolutions for that I've seen for some people can be really great. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes as an adult, I think sometimes you just need a blunt resolution. That's like, I'm going to be in my own space next year. I'm going to be working for myself next year because sometimes having just that wide range, that means that when you work for yourself, you could do anything. That means when you move into this, your own space, that could be anywhere. That could be a loft. That could be a house. That could be a mansion. That could be a studio apartment. That could be like literally somebody's guest house. Like it's kind of more comforting in a way sometimes because you don't have a set date. You know, you want to do it within the year, right? So you have a year. And so at the beginning, you're like, okay, you kind of take more of a deep breath because like I have a whole year. I have 12 months to get this done. And there's a lot of safety in that because you kind of need some time to warm up to like this big daunting resolution that you've made. So there's a lot of, there are pluses and there are minuses, of course, setting resolutions as there are with all things. But let's talk about goals. So the definition of a goal is the object of a person's ambition or effort and aim or desired result, an aim or desired result. I feel like a goal is more of like a soft landing. You know what I'm saying? A resolution is like you are falling off of the trampoline and you hit the ground. (laughs) And like a goal is like you fall off the trampoline and like you land on another trampoline at a trampoline park. I feel like it's just an, an easier landing because you're aiming for something. You have a desired result. And your goal can be, I want to lose 20 pounds in six months. And because a lot of people know just kind of like the breakdown of losing weight, how like the first five pounds are the hardest and like all of this, I feel like having that goal and that aim sometimes is really great because you see it and you put it on your calendar. You're like, I have six months to lose 20 pounds and this is my goal and this is how I'm doing. And it's a part of something that you're, you have ambition for. Something that you're putting in effort for. You're like, okay, I got to go to the gym this many days and I got to do this. I feel like goals do just have more padding than a resolution. Goals are more specific and honestly tend to work out just due to strategy and planning, I feel like, because when I set a goal, I'm like, okay, I want to have this much money spent, like saved in a month. And it's like, okay, I can't just be like at the end of the month, I hope I have a thousand dollars. That's more of like a resolution. It's like a goal is like, okay, every couple of days, I want to see this much money in my savings account and this much money. Or it's like, I want to be able to lift, which is something that I've been working on. I've been trying to get stronger. Because I noticed I was like plateauing where it was like, I'm literally not getting any stronger. (laughs) And I'm training to be a personal trainer. And I was like, I need to make sure that I'm setting a good example for my clients. So I was like, I want to have a goal of like being able to easily lift like 15 pounds on each of my arms, like lifting them up to my side. And I feel like I can do like a dumbbell row with like heavier weights, but being able to lift up like 
like 15 to 20 pounds with just one arm just like straight up is the hardest thing I could possibly do hardest thing in the world and I'm like okay that's something that's difficult for me but I know that I can do it I know I can achieve this goal and it's been actually really fun going to the gym doing something different because I am not really I used to be like I'm not a weights girl and then I'm started training as a personal trainer and I was like weights are actually really fun because like they add so much diversity to your workout we're getting off topic anyways strategy and planning I feel like goes into setting a goal you know what I'm saying you're like I want to be able to buy a car by the end of the year you're not just going to expect that money to be there you know that you have to work up to it you need to aim for that goal and so I think that's why a lot of people tend to choose goals over resolutions and they tend to work out more but here's the stats 70% of people who set goals fail there's only a 10% difference so it's not even like when I was like doing my research I was like oh it's going to be like 95% of people who set resolutions are going to fail and it's going to be like only 25% of people no here's the thing like if you want to do something you're going to do it if you don't want to do something you're not going to do it that's on period there's really not much more else to it but I think I'm going to get into some tips. You guys know I love to give you guys the breakdown of it. But I think it really comes down to bio-individuality. Like, if you're a goals person who's really good at strategy and planning and kind of setting things up so that you have things broken down in a way that you're like, I see this happening in the future, that works for you. But if you're a resolutions person where you're like, just give me like a bulk resolution where I'm just like, I want to be able to lift 135 pounds, cool. That goal can be made in whatever amount of time which kind of makes you feel a little bit better because if you meet that goal in like two weeks, you're like, oh my gosh, freaking amazing. And then you're like, wait, I did it in two weeks and I didn't even plan to do that. Imagine what I do if I actually plan. And then you make goals, <laughs> you know, from that. I think that, I think they can be intertwined personally. And the tips that I'm going to be giving are definitely an inner, an intertwination. Is that a word? An intertwining. Mm, let's go with that. An intertwining of the of setting goals and having resolutions because guys do what you want to do it's your life like if you think that setting resolutions every single year is fun baby girl baby boy king or queen do it like nobody's going to tell you no nobody should make you feel bad for doing that especially if they're health and wellness resolutions like what are people going to say like that's stupid i'm like okay you're just jealous because you didn't want to set any period and if goals work out for you and setting them at the beginning of the year because you just want to be able to kind of have an easier time tracking the calendar, because you can be like, I started in January and you're like, it's July. You're like, okay, it's been six months. It, that's an easy countdown. That's fine too. Ain't nobody going to judge you. Everybody should be happy and proud that you're even thinking of setting these goals for yourself, making these resolutions for yourself. That's the kind of support that you should be looking for is that people that are like applauding you for doing what you can for yourself, not judging you for making decisions that don't align with what they think that you should be doing. And that's a whole different rant for a whole different episode. <laughs> so let's let's get into the tips. And you guys know I like to make them practical. I like to make them down to earth and not something that feels like it's completely unattainable because that's not really fun for anybody. It doesn't make you feel like you can actually achieve what you want to um, health and wellness wise and I want you guys like I said before I want you to be able to get to where you want to be whether that's a year from now six months from now two weeks from now so here are the tips for goals and resolutions set positive resolutions over negative ones 
so when I was doing resolutions, I was doing my resolutions, when I was doing my research, this is what happens. I haven't yawned, but all of my thoughts get mumble jumbled at 8 p.m. at night. And I was doing my research, and I thought this was like such a great thing to point out. It's like a lot of people will fail more often when they set a negative resolution, meaning I'm not going to go to Chick-fil-A for six months. Where setting a more positive resolution that's like, I'm going to choose to get outside more this year. Because because you're not taking something away, it changes everything. You're adding something to your life by being like, I'm going to decide to go to the gym for an additional day during the week. I used to go three and now I'd like to go four. If you, you know, really want to prioritize did you guys hear that there's a dog barking outside love 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 the city um if you guys you know want to prioritize health and fitness resolutions it could be i'm going to to decide to choose at to shop at an organic um food market i'm going to decide to go to a farmer's market once a month setting positive resolutions and goals versus trying to like negative and obviously some of them are going to be more on the negative side of it's like I'm going to choose to decrease my sugar intake which is something that I've been trying to work on for the past month and of course I'm doing it in December but I was like why everyone always wants to wait till like after the holidays when it's like you should do it during the holidays because it's not going to get better. It gets worse because then you start getting like addicted to the sugar and you're like, oh, I'll just do it afterwards. And it makes it even harder. If you want to start something to start today, I always tell people that I'm like, listen, if you're like, I'm going to wait till a week to go to the gym, just go today. You don't know what's happening tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen in a week. You don't know if you're going to get sick or whatever, or you're going to have to travel, you know, on a whim, just do it today. Cause at least you did it today. And if you don't have time tomorrow, you didn't do you won't you don't have to worry about it because you did it today. You know what I mean? Um, one step at a time or one day at a time. If you set a resolution, each day is a new day. If you set a goal, each day is a new day, and just take it one step at a time. If your goal is like, I would like to eat out less, and you've already eaten out twice in one week, and you're like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe I did that, like just look at it as an opportunity of like, okay, if you're eating out with friends, like what can you get that's, um, on the healthier side, just making healthier choices. Okay. You're out to eat, get a Cobb salad and a side of fries. You know that that's my go-to. I'm like, I will be having literally the Cobb salad and a side of fries with honey mustard (laughs) and just try to make better decisions every single day. If you're like, okay, like you have one of those water bottles that's like you want to drink like a gallon of water and it has a different times on it and you didn't get to it. Okay, you have tomorrow to drink more water. Okay, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like take it each day by day. If you're choosing to try to go in a more vegan, cruelty-free way, take it day by day because it's really difficult and you realize it's really hard to get the, the nutrients that you need while also trying to remain cruelty-free. Trust me, I've been trying to get these, like, organic cruelty-free eggs. And, like, every time I go to the store that shall not be named um, TJ, they're always out. And I'm just like, I'm trying to be cruelty-free. And it's like, okay, it's just day by day. Just take it day by day. And hopefully they'll be back this week when I go yet again tonight. (laughs) 
Another tip is to ask somebody to come alongside of you. It's okay. There's no shame in asking people for help and they don't have to necessarily be aligning with your goals, but just saying like, hey, like, I think being honest with your friends about like, hey, I'm choosing to eat out less and if you'd like to join me in that, that's great. And if not, I just will be declining eating out. Well, we can do something else. We can go to Top Golf. We can go on a walk. We can go shopping, you know, we can go putt-putting. We can go see a movie, but I won't be joining you guys for um, eating out anymore. But I think giving them options too, so they're not just like, okay, well then what are we going to do? Because I feel like that happens a lot where you're just like, okay, well, what else is there? And then you feel like stuck and <laughs> there's tons of other things to do. Um, or just saying like, I'm going to choose to get, um, a different drink at Starbucks that will help me reach my goals, whether that's less sugar, less caffeine, a smaller size, whatever that means. Like, I think again, there's no shame in telling your friends what's going on with you because if they're your friends and they care about you, they're going to want to know and it's important to them, um, the decisions that you make, or at least they should be. They should be applauding you. They should be excited that you're maybe choosing to eat out less or for yourself because that's something that you want for yourself, not because anybody else is forcing you to do it. Absolutely not. But it's because it will make you happier. It'll have you feeling more joy-filled and your friends should definitely be excited about that for you. My last tip is, and a reminder, I guess, is that it only takes 21 days to make a habit. 21 days. That's not even a full month. That's not even the full month of January. You have 21 days to make it habit. So if your habit is to drink more water, set alarms on your phone. I used to do that. No joke. I was having a problem drinking water, like getting enough hydration during the day. So I just started putting alarms on my phone four times a day. It was like one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one midday, one at night. And it was really helpful. And now I literally drink water all the time. And it was because I built a habit and it only took 21 days. That's a little over two weeks and it's going to fly by. The, the, the new year flies by. We're like in February and in the blink of an eye, we're like, it's Valentine's Day. What the heck? Like, how is this even happening? But if you want to get to where you want to be, you have to look at, at at making goals and looking at your calendar and saying, this is where I want to be and get excited about it. You don't have to be like down and out about it. Get excited, get pumped, talk to your friends that are excited about the same kind of things as you. And that will be like, have um, a positive reaction to you kind of changing your lifestyle. Don't tell people that are going to be like, again, like you're doing this again. Don't talk to them. Carol, we don't want that behavior in our lives. No, thank you. We will not be ordering that off of the menu. We will be ordering positivity, excitement, self-love, self-care, all of that for 2023. Guys, I hope that you guys, I don't know, got something from this this episode of the podcast because I really did. Learning the stats and learning the definitions of goals versus resolution really helped me too because I was like, okay, I don't want to just like beat not doing resolutions into the ground because obviously I have my own stance and my own ideas, but just seeing the contrast of the two for myself was really, really, really helpful and honestly super exciting. And I hope that you guys get excited. The new year is a, is a few days away. Sit down with yourself, get yourself a clear mug from Ikea. Like I just got such a win, such a win. Anyways, turn 
off your phone, open your window, get that sunshine in, and start writing out what you want for next year. Writing out attainable goals. Okay, you want to lose five pounds in a year. That is attainable. You want to drink more water a day? That is attainable. You want to go outside more? It doesn't have to be a time limit. You could literally walk outside of your door, walk to your car, walk back inside. You've gone outside more. Boom. You want to start using half of your one-hour lunch break to go on a 30-minute walk. Boom. Sit down with yourself. As I always say, listen to yourself and figure out what your body needs and what your body's trying to tell you. And trust me, if you listen, you are going to be able to hear exactly what you're going to need. And it's going to be super exciting when you guys achieve your goals. You're going to be The feeling of getting to where you thought you'd never be is a feeling that is unexplainable because you just, you never thought that you'd even get there. You're like, wait, I'm doing this. I never thought I could do it. And you're doing it. So set those resolutions, set those goals, make a plan, talk to somebody and take it one day at a time. Oh, guys, I already missed talking with you guys. I'm already excited for the next episode. Like I said, the next episode will be literally coming out on my birthday. So I'll be giving you guys a fun little birthday present from me to you guys on my birthday. (laughs) In case you guys didn't realize, I love my birthday. It's one of the best holidays of the year. (laughs) Anyways, Merry Christmas, guys, and Happy New Year. Stay safe. Whatever you guys do, if you're out late with people, remember to be around people that make you feel safe and that you want to protect but are also protective of you um if you're drinking make sure that you have um a designated driver and look cute dress to the nines romanticize your life go out with your friends party it up live it up wear a sparkly dress and go to freaking waffle house you know what i'm saying like you can do whatever you want but have an amazing new year guys and i oh my gosh this is crazy i will talk to you guys next year Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Bye guys, love you.